style helps you get up the stairs and down. Truman Capote once said style helps you get up the stairs and down. Welcome back, mostly ladies, to You Have to Wear Something. It's still September 2019, meaning it's still the January of fashion. I have been a touch overwhelmed by daytime work, so to get a moment to record is truly a blessing right now because I have less and less time, and I'm sure many of you can relate when it comes to your hobby, personal projects, passion projects, and side hustles. All you multi-passionate people can really feel me right now. So... I admit to being a little salty right now at H&M. You know I hate fast fashion anyway, and they have produced racist products in the past. Remember the coolest monkey? Showing that clearly no black people are in positions of power or at least decision makers because this week they released a back to school campaign that was supposed to celebrate inclusion, diversity, and just regular girls with the theme of the ads being messy hairs, ponytails a little off, the way kids look after school. But this image of the black girl seems more about neglect and not, oh my mom's hairstyle from this morning is a little bit fuzzy. No way a black woman is letting this image go to print. And bless this little girl who modeled, who is probably feeling a little bullied right now, but a larger conversation needs to be had about how Black people, regardless of the theme of the campaign, want to be represented. Ask us. Consider us. Probably this whole show today may center around just consideration of race, gender, class, age, abilities. That is what inclusion really means, and a lot of companies are throwing this word around Knowing it's a buzzword to ease consumers, apparently H&M finds no issue here, even though plenty of Black people are upset about it, stating that they got clearance from their diversity manager. Well, no one cares about that person's title. Instead of telling Black consumers how to feel, maybe listen to what the concern is about, and that is how you become a mindful corporation. Now, to the more positive stuff. A new and super nerdy exhibition has opened at the Fondazioni Prada in Milan, curated by Wes Anderson and his wife, Juman Malouf. Anyone that knows me knows I love most of the Wes Anderson movies, mostly for their style and creative direction. Wes is a surgeon when it comes to this shit. He is undefeated when it comes down to the tiniest of details. And like a true nerd like me, here is the magnitude of the exhibition. 537 objects selected from 12 collections in the Kunsthistorische Museum, I know, a mouthful, which displays more than 4 million works collected by the Habsburg family since the 13th and 14th century. The show is a maze of dimly lit vitrines encasing art pieces, archaeological finds, and rare wonders on display until January 13th, 2020. My mind is like, how do I get there to see it? Um, That will be close to my birthday, so maybe I will meet my Parisian homie for a quick trip. And that part of Europe is small, y'all, so a weekend in Milan is totally doable. In sexier news, there was a lot of chitter-chatter about Versace because J-Lo, at 50 years old, by the way, wore that dress, the green iconic dress from the Grammys in 2000, 20 years ago. Even though Jerry Hollowell and Donatella wore the dress first, it was JLo's appearance that shut the internet down and inspired Google founders Sergey Brin and Larry Page 
to create a service called, and wait for it, Google Images. So with all this talk of inclusion and diversity, I want to chat about the biggest highlight of this month for me anyway, and probably for the rest of the month, to be honest, and that is Rihanna's Savage Times Fenty show. First of all, she starts the show with a mission statement on inclusivity. Victoria's Secret would never, ever do this. Plus, before we could even cancel Victoria's Secret and their outdated and out-of-touch show, they canceled themselves. So, true diversity and empowerment are the themes of the show. Great job, Riri. With herself as the muse, duh, the performances were hip-hop cabaret at its finest, um, with the Migos, DJ Khaled, and Halsey performing. And Halsey is mixed race, y'all. Her dad is black, okay? I know she can pass, but I love that she makes a point to let people know that instead of riding the magical blanket of privilege, she likes to let people know she's black. Great. So like she did last year, Riri is checking every box of this show, including all skin tones, body sizes, genders, and abilities. And A-listers like Gigi Hadid and Normani were there too, of course. But to include pregnant women on the runway is still revolutionary for the industry. And I know she was not the first to do it, but she keeps doing it, making it more normalized and less of an anomaly. Remember Chief Marketing Officer Ed Rozek of Victoria's Secret said he would never use trans or plus-size models on the runway. Then had the nerve to backpedal and hire a trans model. Only after the backlash, of course. It was a little too late because sales are down for BS and they have closed more than 50 stores. Meanwhile, Savage Times Fenty is projected to make $150 million this year with the backing of Jay-Z's Marcy Ventures Partners and Avenir Growth capital. I love to know where the money comes from. Sorry, guys. And did you know that Fenty Beauty, which historically offered more than 40 shades of foundation, is expected to surpass Kylie Cosmetics and KKW Beauty combined? Now, you know from my last episode that anyone giving that family a run for their money is my hero. It's going to be hard to catch up with Rihanna culturally at this point. When people zig, she zags. Like, using South Sudanese model Awang Mayan Chul to model Fenty jewelry. Not only is she dark, she has facial scars that were not airbrushed to oblivion. Look, it's a new day. While VS admits to selling fantasy, when Airy Lingerie featured real bodies and unretouched photos of models, their sales increased 20%. So let's applaud Riri for taking on the patriarchy in every way being a successful woman of color, CEO, mogul, creating the blueprint for true inclusion and diversity in branding, and becoming rich as hell selling brands women can actually afford. Not the LVMH-backed Fendi brand, but you know what I'm saying. And I bet we've only seen the beginning of what she can do. BGM forever. And on that note, till next time, peace.